another episode of your Dominican podcast, Que Lo Que. I'm here, um, as always, with my co-host, um, the ever so extravagant, always on point, uh, Venecia Fernandez. Lovely. Venus, ¿cómo está? Que lo que? Aquí, mira, luchando como todo el mundo. Luchando como todo el mundo. But today, I'm excited. Yeah, well, well, and we have very good reason to be excited. Um, you know, we're, yeah. you know it's, it's less than 20 days um, to, you know, to, to, you know, everyone says every year, every four years, the greatest election of our time. But, but the truth of the matter is that this really is um, a really kind of generation defining, maybe country defining kind of moment. Yes. Um, so who do we have, Venus, to, to help us through uh, a little bit of this discussion? Okay. Uh, let me let me just preface this by saying to me and my heart, una prima mía. Uh, I got a pleasure of working with her in the Florida legislature in the Florida Senate that I got to meet this fantastic Dominican, Dominicana con sabor, con sazón. And, um, you know, she's she's paving the way for us um, in the political arena. We have. I had to just calm myself down. I got a little emotional. Un poquito. And, and let me just preface this by saying, you know, when I say she's leading the path, you know, she is the National Latino Engagement Director for Biden-Harris campaign. Um, not to say that there's not been other people doing this job, but maybe because I know her or maybe because, you know, she brought the Dominican flavor to this. Um, I find I, I personally find out that um, she's like really you know we talked about it earlier regarding the engagement she's really bringing us as Latinos as our community as Dominicans to the forefront of understanding that we have political power that our voices matter our votes matter um, you know she's been dedicated to the political process she is a graduate of florida atlantic university with a degree of political science she has worked on the hillary for america campaign as the regional political director for gillum for governor campaign also in florida and you know like i said she worked in the florida senate with myself and she was the chief legislative aide to J senator jjr for those of you that know him um I'm just going to call her Prima. Prima. Laura. Get okay. Get okay. Thank you for having me. And thank you for that intro. Yeah. I'm going to bring you up where I go so you can introduce me. <laughs> Pero tu eres famosa. Tu eres famosa. And for the ones that don't know you, they're going to know you now. Because it's important to know people like you that bring not only, you know, you since the moment I've met you, you have never been shy away of, especially in the political process, in the legislative process, to not only say that you're a proud Latina, pero Dominicana. And that is beautiful to see. That is beautiful to know. And, you know, that also helped me, to be honest, to really be like, coño, si ella lo puede hacer, yo lo puedo hacer también. So thank you. Thank you so much for joining us, joining us, joining us. And, you know, let's let's start. Let's start with a little bit about your journey so people understand, um, you know, you have the opportunity of living here as well as going to school in Santo Domingo, Dominican Republic. You went actually to the famous ABC. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so tell, tell us a little bit about your journey here, where, how you, how you started, how you, you know, how you get where you're going, you know, 
We want to know. Dígame, dígame. <laughs> well, um, again, thank you for having me. So, yeah, I, I was born in Dominican Republic of Santo Domingo. And, uh, you know, my mom and my brothers, we moved to New York, the Bronx, we're up in the Bronx hard. Um, we moved to the BX uh, when I was very young. But, you know, single mom with three kids. Desde el día que se acababa en la clase to the day that it started up again. I went home. I went back to Dominican Republic and I was there with my dad and my, the rest of my family. And so that that was always very close and something that um, that we keep very close. And that's why I'm so proud of them. That's why I lead with that. When someone says, tell me a little bit about yourself. I, I was talking to someone last night. I started with and I said, it's important to see how people what they start with. And I started with. Yo soy Dominicana, and that's very, very important to me. Um, so, you know, we went back and forth, and then cuando llegó el tiempo del bachillerato, I actually got the chance to go back um, and went to, to school back in DR. So uh, I think that was a, a really shaping experience for me, uh, the difference between um, being around people who had been together since they were in pre-K and knew when the little brothers were born and the relationship there was so different um, and it was really something that that shaped me. Uh, but when I got back here and I, I came back and, and moved to Florida for, uh, for college, uh, I think I was always interested in the political system. I mean, we're Dominican. There are only two. There are only two things that we do. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. We've said it before on the show, but for those of you that don't know, it's two things. Baseball, baseball, and politics. Y yo, no se juega pelota. So, so three. And the two options, you're like, you know, so eso, so yo se lo. Okay, that's fine. So that's, fine. that's uh, I mean, that's where my heart has always been. Also, my, my dad's a journalist, and so it's always around sort of the, the political system um, because what else do journalists talk about in Dominican Republic but politics and baseball? And so that was always something interesting to me. And then it came a point where I, you know, you figure out that, and, and you know this, um, that unless you're in the room, then the policies that are being crafted don't include you. Uh, and unless it's you're there true. to say, well, what about this? And what about that? That's beautiful that there's an education policy that would benefit my community. But how do you get that information to the parents? Because I was the one telling my mother what a FAFSA was and what that application meant. So unless you find a way to transfer that information to our community, then we won't know about this. But if we're not in the room, if the three of us are not in the room when those policies are being crafted, then that is not taken into consideration. So there comes a point where you realize, okay, I have to be in the room. And that's what yes. inspired me uh, to work in the process. I love, I love it. I love it. No, but you're absolutely right. And I think, you know, the, and Albert and I talked about it earlier um, in another episode, you know, the, the, the greatest thing that came out of the pandemic is people realizing their voice and having to be part of those conversations and how to be a part of those conversations. Because, you know, you, you things happen to you and then you go, pero, pero que paso? Por que lo perdi? You know, and, and we have to change our perspective, not only as uh, a Latin community, but as Dominicans, because as powerful as we are with Dominican politics, we come here and there's been a lot of talk that we're not as movers and shakers as we are. Uh, we, we talk about it. Hablamos de todo el mundo. But we're not that much, you know, in 
intricately involved. And I love that this year I have seen so many, so many people, um, especially in Florida, you know, Mangukum Biden, todo por Biden. Um, but Elvi, you know, before I, you know, talk to my prima, because I could talk to her for days. No, you know, something that's been on my mind. I mean, I think the thing is that people, I mean, look, we're, we're 19 days away, um, you know, from, from this race, right? But people kind of forget, like at the beginning, um, there was some real question as to who the Democratic, you know, who the Democratic candidate was going to be, right? And so, um, and, and claro, you know, I don't think anyone necessarily thought, although, you know, polls say something and people have money, I'm, you know, you know, you know, you know, Biden was a little shaky. Un poco flojo. La gente no sabía. You know, people didn't know. And so I'm curious as to to why you chose, you know, why you chose to, to work, um, why you chose to work with him. And also, you know, what what also led you to, to also stay in those early, you know, those early days. Right. Porque era, mira, era fuerte. Era fuerte. La gente estaban diciendo, hablando mucha cosa, you know. So and that's got to be that's got to be rough, especially for someone like you who's worked in different political circles and different things like that. So I'm just curious about that. Well, you know, I, I worked in the 2016 campaign um, like many did, and and that was a painful. Um, and it took me two days to sort of gather my thoughts afterwards. Um, but I remember thinking two days later, we need Joe Biden. And I was 100% sure of that uh, starting in 2016. And I was going to wait for Joe Biden to run. Given the circumstances that we are in, I I know that Joe Biden can can put us on the right track and that he can get us to the place where we need to be. I know the sort of the person that Joe Biden is, right? So that empathy that comes from him is very genuine to me. And I think that's based on life experience. Like I was saying, it matters that we're in the room so that we can bring our life experiences into that. And he brings his life experiences into the policies that he crafts. And he's a family man and he's a loyal person and he's a faithful person. And that reflects a lot of our community, right? We are very much about our family, about our faith, about community. And I see that reflected in the way that he engages with people. And and I trust him. But apart from that, the mess and the the sort of the mess that has that has ensued from Trump being elected, um, we need people who understand the process and who understand this government to clean this up, right? Um, as my mother says, la experiencia no se improvisa, and so we need people that understand this system. And I think that with Senator Harris and with uh, Vice President Biden, we can make sure that we put this country back on track and move it forward because there's so much that has happened that we still are not even aware of. We don't know what the, the things we have seen come out of this justice department are only the things we've seen, but there is so much there uh, that we need to fix and so much that needs to be cleaned up. And I, I trust these two people to be the ones who, who guide us forward. But I always knew that the vice president could get us here and that his vision and his his warmth, his empathy would be something that people connected to. But like you said, no era fácil. There were some tough times. <laughs> there was some money was short. Mira, look, okay. I, we knew Mira, you were there in February and we were like, should we call her? We were like, 
We were like, should we call her? We were like, it was like January, February. We were like, should we call her to be on the show? We were like, we're not say. We don't even know if she's going to have a job in a couple of weeks. Then nobody, like, let's like figure listen, this out. Listen, um, January was tough. tough. January was tough. Pero tú sabes, nosotros, nosotros, migrante dominicano, like, we know how to deal with tough times. Nosotros hacemos mucho con poco. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, there's no panic here. We're going to get it done. Eso es lo que Dios quiera. We got to be prepared. We got to keep working and God will figure the rest out. But I know that my God didn't bring me this far to leave me. So I am going to keep pushing <laughs> because Donald Trump is president and we got work to do. So we stayed focused. And I, I have to say, I, I a lot of credit to to the, the folks that we work with, but also to the vice president, sticking to what he knows, what he believes um, and connecting with people directly. And, and I think that's why we're here. You know, Joe's, you know, Joe's not the only one that has experience. So do you. Right. I mean, I think that the reality also is, is that there are a lot of people who worked in that 2016 campaign um, on, on a number of different types of, of roles and places and whether they're in doing, you know, working for a particular candidate or whether they're working, you know, on, you know, C4 and C3s. I mean, I think the, the, the shadow of 2016 looms large um, in a lot of people's yes. minds and heads. And I'm curious, you know, as someone who, again, is in, in a different role than they were in 2016, but also is a little bit a little bit older, a little bit wiser, right? Um, what are some of the it. lessons? <laughs> I didn't say that much older. I just said a little. Yeah, that's what I get for, for, for my chromosome. But, um, you know, but what do you see as lessons learned or things that you guys are trying to do um, I don't want to say different, but that, that at least is like saying like, well, we got to do this even more. And sometimes it's not a criticism of the past. It's just like understanding where we are in the present. What are some of those things that are just like, you know, tenemos que hacer esto? And especially when it comes to, you know, engaging, you know, Latinos, right? Um, I know, what are those I, there are a million lessons to learn from, from 2016. Uh, but there are things that we didn't know that we know now. Right. I think a lot of us had this feeling of there was a fear that it could happen. But we were like, it's the people king. Like no one's gonna choose. But we know better. There are people that we didn't know um felt a certain way or we suspected, but have been emboldened by this president, right? And they came yes. out of the woodworks. Um, but now we know. Now we know they're out there, now we know how they feel, now we understand, but we also know there are more of us. So we know that we can stop it and we can change it and we can put this back on track. Another difference is Latinos will be the largest non-white voting bloc in this election. That wasn't true last time. We are, we can, and we will be the ones that make the difference. And so when someone tells you it's not just what someone is going to do over there, it's what we absolutely have the capacity and the responsibility to do. It is a completely different task at hand. And so if we're the ones that can decide it, we can't stay home. It's going to be on us. We also have spent four years of a president who started his campaign on our backs. Literally from the moment he started running, started talking about us. Has seen four years of this man continuously attacking our community. So we now know what he will do. We didn't know. People thought maybe he'll turn into a regular Republican. Maybe it's all an act. Now we know that's not true. So we have a lot more information to work with. So now if I tell you, he started this attacking us and he has continued it. We have the numbers and the power to change it. Are we going to allow someone to continue attacking our community? No. We can stop this. And that's what we need to do so that no one ever tries this again. Que nadie se atreva, que nadie se lo ocurra. 
o nosotros no, vamos a poder, no, no nos podemos dejar. Look, and I'll say this for all of you listening. Laura said it. She said it. She said it. We have the voice. We know what we're going to do. We can change it. So vamos a hacerlo. Vamos a hacerlo. I can. I got so excited. I get so excited. I get so excited. I mean, and I'll say this before LB. I'm. I'm not excited. Don't think that this is me saying, and yes, I will be honest, I am voting Biden because there's no other choice for me. But this is not, our show has never been about telling you, you know, that you have to vote either way. But the thing is, you have to vote. Yes. You have the power. Nosotros tenemos el poder para cambiar. If we want our system to change, we need to change it. We need to be part of that conversation. So, gracias. Thank you. Elby, what do you got no, to say? And, and I was going to say, like, it's just not being part of the conversation, but also to be visibly part of that conversation, mm -hmm. right? I think what's been interesting, especially as someone who grew up in New York and is now living in Florida, you know, a lot of times being, especially in South Florida, um, you know, people are kind of just like Latino in general, right? Not Latino in terms of, you know, there's not a lot of organizing around, you know, ethnicity, specific ethnicities and culture. And so I think what's been, you know, what's been, you know, fabulous to see, regardless of whatever side of the aisle you're on, is Dominicanos standing up and saying, nosotros somos Dominicanos y queremos estar en este, en este, en este tema, And, you know, we're going to let you know that we're going to we're going to move as as Dominicans. Right. And so I'm just curious, you know, you know, you're across the country, you're moving around different places. How do you feel in terms of seeing, you know, that level of mobilization, you know, finally by the by the community here in Florida in a very visible way? I'm, I'm pained that I'm not home in Florida to be a part of it, number one. Um, but number two, this has been incredibly inspiring. I will be honest, it didn't make sense to everyone to sort of segment into groups. Um, and that doesn't work everywhere. But I am now a through and through Florida girl. Um, and I know that I carry my flag around, right? I I, I wear I wear that on my sleeve and I, I have a couple of them at home. I know you have a couple of flags at home. I know we all do. And when someone asked me, as we started talking in the beginning, when someone asked me, tell me about yourself, I don't start with, I am Latina. I start with, I'm Dominican. I'm from Dominican Republic. And I know a lot of people who start their conversations that way too. And so allowing us to have our own space to organize around whatever it is that motivates us, that moves us and drives us, I think is incredibly important. Because if you can't, there is no way to throw a Latino outreach blanket over the country. It's just not the same. There are regional differences. Yeah. We are facing different issues. Uh, and frankly, Boricos are not having the same conversation about TPS that Venezolanos and Salvadoreños are having. It's not the same issue. And so if you allow people their own space to have these conversations, so we're not competing, that sometimes we get into this competing between communities, right? But if we give everyone their own space, so we're not competing, and then we can come together, the most beautiful part of this has, has been seeing how our Boricuas con Biden, Dominicanos con Biden are uplifting our Venezolanos con Biden and showing their work and really rooting them on and seeing that family come together because we all had our space and we all can lead with that pride. To see how many hundreds of cars come out of Dominicanos con Biden, you know, caravana, It, there's a sense of pride in that. And there's a sense of we're the ones putting in this work. When I see folks show, you know, how many calls a specific group has made, There's pride in that. And so I think that giving us all our space uh, is really important. And 
you can't take away from the fact that, and we should be proud of that, that, you know, there's a, a Latino for the first time running the, the Democratic Party. And a Dominicano. Es dominicano. And there sí. is a Latina in charge of uh, Latino outreach of this campaign, Dominicana. And I'm like, we're over here on the low, growing Dominican political power. Chinga ching, eh? I love it. I love it. I love it. No, but I, I will say, you know, piggybacking on that, I participated personally in La Caravana Dominicans. Um, well, Dominican Americans, Mangukum Biden. And what was really, really wonderful about it is that. You know, for those of you that live in South Florida or Miami, know that there's certain areas that are very prominently Dominican, very prominently Cuban-American. So what was great about this is that each caravana started off in those communities and then we met and then we just had todos for Biden. So everybody got to talk about their issue but at the same time, come together and talk about Latino issues, mm -hmm. immigration issues. And, you know, what was great for me is to see, you know, also the representation um, of Latinos in elected offices, um, you know, maybe having a conversation because let's let's be also honest. Sometimes we don't know what's across the street if somebody doesn't take us or show us how to cross the street. So it was really grateful and I was really honored and humbled and just amazed to have those individual conversations, but as well as having those larger conversations and having those elected officials. Because, you know, as soon as you say Miami, people think Cubans. Right. And they forget that we have Venezolanos, Nicaraguenses, Ecuadorians, Dominicans. You know what I mean? We have a whole migrant community of, you know, Central Americans. So everybody has their issues, like you said, and then just seeing them together, like, and I was, as a mother, I was able to bring my children so then they can see it. So they not only had their Dominican pride, but their Latino pride. And I was like, I, for me, look, I've been, I'm, I've never lied about my age. I'm 42, got three kids and I had been voting for a while, but this is the first time, and I've been in the process, but this is the first time as, a Latina, as como una Dominicana, as a mother, that I, it was just a different feeling of it and a different excitement of it, of just being able to have no fear of like, this is my issue as a Dominican. This is my issue as a woman. This is my issue as this. And not feeling afraid to say it because sometimes you're like, oh, I can only pick one. But the reality is that I'm not one issue. I'm not, you know what I mean? Like... I'm not one minority. I'm not one this. All of those things. I am a woman. I am a mother of three. You know, that I don't. So <laughs> there's all those different issues. So those are just, you know, it's tough to have those political conversations because in the past, it always seemed like you can only pick one. So this year, it was really nice to be like, yeah, I, there's levels of my, you know, there's priorities, uh, <laughs> but there was levels. So it was really great. And, uh, you know, I thank you so much for for because I know you had to play a part of it because, you know, the engagement. I, I, I have to keep on saying it. The national. I'm only saying national. <laughs> not, you know, not in, the, not, not in the corner. That's why she's not with us in Florida. But the national Latino engagement director like your parents. I, I, I know they must be proud because I know I'm proud of you. Uh, and with that being said, I want to ask you. Like, I need to find out about your plans. Do you plan to run? 
do you plan or, 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 or are you going to tell me I'm just a woman behind the show? Like, let, tell me, is it? I do not see myself um, ever running for office. <laughs> and my much respect to those that do. That takes a lot. Um, it takes a lot and, and it takes a lot to allow people to sort of get into your to your life that way. Um yo soy una mujer que no tengo la paciencia <laughs> and I'll say this I can you know to have someone look into your life into your into your past into your family and into your I'm I I don't think that I could take that and I'm very protective of my family I don't think that I could take that but um I also just like being like you said in the background like I I do enjoy Uh, working on this and and helping those brave people who are willing to put themselves out there and say um, it is worth it for me to have people you know uh, view my life to to sometimes attack me just to do this work that is also a thankless work right this it's hard to be an elected official it is really difficult and people who put themselves out there for that I admire greatly and I am here to to help those folks. Uh, be there to represent our community, but uh, Joe, I know so much. <laughs> we're, not, we're not gonna we're not gonna hold you to that. We're not gonna hold you to that. Porque Dios es grande, so uno nunca sabe. So I'm you know like I think if there's anything in politics we know, we know that you know that. But but I, but I think the uh, the the one thing that I would say too is that you know it's so important. It's so important for us to have people in positions and different leadership positions and and to grow. Right. And to develop that pipeline. Right. Okay. The, the knock is always I, you know, no alguien, or we haven't made our teams as diverse because we don't know what's out there or so hard to get talent. And, and part of it is that you have to provide people with the opportunity. Right. To step up, to do things. Right. And so I think that it says a lot about about any really party or campaigns if they're putting us in positions where we can both lead and grow. Right. Um, because a lot of times you see. You know, you see people with far less talent and with a different hue sometimes be given the opportunities that other people who've been doing this work for a while never get a chance to even not even be in the room, not even get in the same hallway. Right. Yeah. And so I think it's an it's an important thing to, to kind of to, to also note that, you know, like that, that someone at some point also took an interest in your in your growth. Right. Someone took an interest in saying, no, eh. You know, no one didn't say, oh, Lauda's never done this before. Like at some point, someone looked at both what you've done and a, as your potential, right, to, to, to do that, right? And that's something that, yes. um, that's important. And, and, and that's really important. And and I think we have to be intentional about that, right? We can't just let it happen. Um, there are people who inspired me. There are people who have given me a chance, whether it is by directly giving me an opportunity or by just motivating me. Uh, someone that, that, we, that we all know, uh, Mayra Macias from Latino Victory, is someone who inspired me. Um, and I tell her this all the time. I, she really inspired me to lean into my Latinidad and understand that what I bring to the table has more value because of my background, right? That that is something that we should, um, that we should really bring with us everywhere we go. And I have taken it upon myself to, it, whether that is in when I worked in the Florida Senate or whether I, when I've worked on campaigns um, in my work here now, You know, if there's an if there's an opportunity that I can give to someone, I look for other Latinas. 
And that's who I want. One, because I feel like they understand my experience and, and, and also Latinas are just go-getters and badass. So, um, but I usually look for Latinas and it started out as something that was not intentional. Um, but it created a pipeline for a few of them and gave them that experience. And so it became intentional. And I go out of my way to find some Latinas that might not otherwise have the opportunity to bring them along. And so I think that it's important for all of us to do that when we see ourselves in those positions to bring someone else. And, and Senator uh, Senator Harris says this, she says that her mother used to tell her, you might be the first, but you got to make sure you're not the last. Uh, and so I think it's important for all of us, for all of us to really think about that. Um, when we are in any position uh, to make sure that we're bringing other people along with us. Porque si no, ¿de qué vale? No, eso sí, verdad. Y mira, you know, Lara, again, we're here with Lara, Lara Jimenez, and she's the national, do you want to say that again at the, you know, at the Venus? <laughs> national. The, I'm going to say it. The, Ready? Pre prepare yourself. Right. National <laughs> Latino <laughs> Engagement Director for Biden-Harris Campaign. Like no, national. you gotta say it. You gotta, you gotta say it. No, no, and that's what I'm saying. That's a big mama. Es un título. Well, well, and I'll and I'll say for somebody that worked Eso alongside no with her. Es un título. Es un título. Y tú sabes como los mexicanos nosotros le gustamos nuestro título. Olvídate esa. No, but you know, like let's be honest. Like you know, when I say that's a title, it's. And and I had, like I said before, I had the honor and, and privilege of working alongside her. Our office were actually just corner to corner. Um, but I got to see her work. And it is great to see somebody um, work and put, be put in a position like that and embrace it. And, you know, she deserves it. And, you know, and, you know, sometimes as Dominicans, as people, sometimes you don't want to put people where they need to be because sometimes you, you have your personal fears of like, if I throw something out or the women, and I'm here as como una Latina, como una Dominicana to say she has earned it, the position that she has, she, and I know because I've seen her do it with her interns, like she said, you know, bringing people up, you know, even working alongside her, she always empowered me personally as well, just in our conversations and doing stuff. So, like, I want to say her title. Yo lo quiero decirlo. El título. El título. We're, we're so blessed to have her here on the show. And, of course, she's been, you know, she's been able to answer a couple of different questions for us, some tough questions. But, you know, we get to this part of the program where it's really, it's really the toughest part. Right? Uh -huh. And so, the yeah, this, of course, you know, you know, Venus... Mira, the first thing I want to ask you is, ¿Tú estás preparada? Para los tres golpes. Yeah, man. I stay ready. Mira. Stay ready so you don't have to get ready. Let's go. Okay, so uno, dos, dos tres, golpe. golpe. Bachata o merengue? Merengue. Traditional classic. I know, I know, I know. Totone o maduro? Oh, totone. Definitely. Okay, and, and, espérate, y este, este va a ser la pregunta Come del century. Give it to me. Morí soñando o con chiclú? Oh, <laughs> you see, you see, it's not all easy, there's always one. Oh, country club, country club. <laughs> en verdad, un juguito de chinola, en verdad, pero sigue. <laughs> no, no, eso cuando traigo uno o tres. Sí. Nah, so nah. now we know a little bit about her. She, she, you know, she nah, likes the country nah. club. 
She named the country. Now, la cosa es que yo te quiero preguntar. For the victory celebration, right? Because you got to envision it, right? You got to What would you suggest to either Biden or Harris? Presidente o plural? Mira, mira, mira. Me voy con presidente porque la noche va a ser larga. So we got to pace ourselves, ¿verdad? El partido está acostumbrado, hay que empezar suave. So yeah, so no vamos con presidente para poder seguir la pista. You heard it here first, folks. You heard, you it, heard here it here first. first. <laughs> ella lo dijo. Ella lo dijo. Muchas gracias. Thank you for finally like letting our people know that we got to start off su yeah, suavemente. Tú sabes. Slowly. You got to pace yourself. You got to pace yourself. You, you know, pace thank God we didn't bring my Juana into the mix. Because <laughs> 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 Vamos suave. Vamos As they say, suave con take it easy. Suave con take it easy. Ay, Dios mío. This is this is the thing. Mira, oh, Laura, um, you know, we're, we're really, I guess, and I think we're, nosotros estamos orgulloso. Um, we're happy. Um, we're happy for you. We're happy that um, that you get to be in a position to, to impact, um, you know, not only our community, but also in terms of future generations. And um, we really, really appreciate you taking out the time and this busy schedule to do that. As we wind down, Um, what would you say would be in your mind, you know, kind of three, three essential things that you'd like to share, um, you know, with our listeners, right? Whether it's on being Dominicana, being a woman of color, um, you know, about, you know, what's going to go on next 19 days. Like, what are the three things you want to kind of leave people with? Hmm. Well, I think, uh, harping back to some of the things that we've talked about, I would say one, um, you have to. Be proud. Be proud of who you are and where you come from. And please understand that your experiences, and I blame no one for, for uh, starting from a different place, but we got to evolve there because I know I started from a different place. You have to understand that your experiences and your background enrich the conversation. So please do not shy away from that. When you enter a room, enter with your Latinidad, enter as a Dominican, enter that space with the confidence that you are adding to that conversation and that your experience is valuable. And you have to bring it for the people who are not in the room with you. You are representing the folks who are not in the room with you. You got to speak for them. So bring that in. Um, two, we have to be involved in this process because as we said, if we're not in the room, then the policies don't reflect us, right? And the candidates will not know what our experiences are and what they need to be speaking to. So go and actually exercise your political power. We will only grow our political power when we exercise our right to vote. So por favor, you have to vote, you have to be present, you have to be vocal so that everything that this government does, whether that be your county commissioner or whether that is your state senator or whether that is your president, it has to reflect you and what is important to you in your life. And for that to happen, you have to vote, you have to be involved, and you have to speak up. And I think I'm here. If I told you that the things that are happening today would not have happened, if you would have spoken to that primo you did not want to talk to, porque hay muchos que no queremos hablar con ellos porque demasiado problema, speak to them. You can change the course of this, of this country, but also of this world. We have the power to do that. We can speak to people, talk to them about why you're voting, what's important to you in this election, and how we can make a change. And remember, 
por más mala que estén las cosas, porque yo digo que no hay, no, no hay persona más contenta que una persona pobre en el Caribe. We know how to deal with misery. We know how to deal with pain. But our pain threshold is sometimes a little too high as Latinos. We have to, yeah. we have to recognize, por más mala que las cosas estén, the more we talk about the issues that affect us, remember that we're the ones that have the power to change. We have the numbers. We can go change that. So go vote. No, I think that those are those are all wow. the all these things we want to make sure that our you know that that our friends our family leave with that and, and again I think it's so important the work that you're doing um, and I think it's you know it's, it's having reverberations I think people are inspired I think it's so important especially in a place like South Florida um, for other people to know um, especially in South Florida that that all Latinos down here aren't you know aren't Cubans, right? They're not all right-wing folks, right? I think it's a, it's a, it's a matter of solidarity to be able to show folks that um, that the community is diverse and that, you know, this is part of part of the, the track that we're taking. And um, you're helping, you know, you're helping get that message out to the world, both in the work that you're doing, but also just by your mere presence. So, so really, thank you, like I can say, we're blessed. Venus, any kind of final thoughts you have before letting your prima go, at least for now? Uh, you know, again, I can't say it enough, uh, but I'll say it one more time because I can. Uh, orgullosa, proud uh, to say that you're my friend, that you're a family of what you've done for not only locally our community, but nationally our community, como Dominicanos, como Dominicanos Americanos, um, as Americans, as voters, um, as Latinos, um, continue on. Um, just know that w us here in Miami, us Dominicans everywhere are rooting for you, are always sending you blessings. And we know November 3rd is going to rock and it's going to be rock because you had your hand in it. So, muchas gracias. Thank you. Orgullosa, proud. I'm getting a little emotional and I don't want to cry. Thank so you. Man. Thank you. What I mean, que así sea. And I promise <laughs> when we win on November 3rd, because all of you are going to vote. When we went on November 3rd, ahí vamos a ver un merenguito, nos vamos con la guerra, no se preocupe, le mando el video, van a ver. Because there's a reason no, 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 no. Un merenguito no. vamos a bailar. Tú sabes, tú sabes, esa fiesta va, va a ser, va a ser, is going to be, is going to be lit. Mira, and you know, so everyone go out to vote, um, early vote, mail-in vote, get it there. Um, you know, bring your friend, bring your boo, bring your ex, you know, ex anything, bring anybody, make sure that they vote. And as we say over here in Que Lo Que, as long as there's good food chinche to spread, Que Lo Que will always be there. Folks, take it easy. Adios, bye.